Today on Laura Lynn and Friends. Um, I can tell you I've seen more people um, uh, come into my care uh, under 40 years old in the last 12 months than I've seen in the previous 10 years working for one of the big funeral providers. Um, uh, this really is happening and uh, only last week uh, another two 40 year olds came in unexpected deaths and, and we're seeing more and more um, uh, undetermined causes on death certificates you know um, people need to wake up and they need to say no and they need to refuse to be blackmailed and coerced and pushed well hello everyone and welcome to the last days it just decided to get super windy as you can see, I'm not in Canada right now, uh, but uh, getting ready to head back there very shortly. Um, what a crazy season. I've got some very good news and very bad news today. So let's start with the good news that the students at Western University are so upset. Uh, they are being forced literally, is it two shots or three, I think? Three shots. This university believes that they can force these kids in order to get their education so that they can make a living and be a productive part of society one day, that these kids are going to have to get three shots. Well, guess what? Sometimes you just got to see how far they're going to push it and then everybody takes, you know, just loses it. So mass student protest. This is amazing. Western University students are pushing back against new COVID mandates by holding an in-person demonstration against booster requirements on Saturday. So this, this is phenomenal. You know, it's, it's a year too late, everybody, but I'm glad you're here. Um, when I begin to see these things, um, I, I really, you know, my, my heart is encouraged that people are beginning to stand up and do what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, we've got another one. Get that ready for, for WestJet here. I just want to show you real quick. Um, amazing guest today. Amazing, amazing guest. We all love him. He is such a courageous man. Uh, John O'Looney. He's a household name across the world pretty much by now because he's telling the truth on what, you know, he ends up finding. But let's take a look at WestJet. Um, so, WestJet steps up calls to drop mask mandate for air travel, citing <laughs> safety issues for flight crews. <laughs> I thought we all had to wear those things because they were safe. I thought they were keeping us safe. So y'all insisted that we and your precious flight crews had to wear them. They had to get mad at us if the I remember this one, uh, this lady, she was so mad. She literally threatened me because my mask was kind of on the end of my nose and not totally over my nose. And, um, and so they've all had enough. I mean, this is good news. You can't breathe in these things, okay? You're not getting proper oxygen and you're doing all of this work. I mean, you could see that they were sweating. And what did they do? All of these airlines complied. How, how long till we all are on the same page where we know this was never about what they said it was about? This was about power and control. This was about wounding society. Well, speaking of the mass, so take a look at this video um, of this business owner who does not want any more masks worn in, in his store because they're using it to camouflage who they are as they blindly rob him.
Take a look. Business in Los Angeles County is taking a different measure to combat crime. It's banning customers from wearing masks after thieves were reportedly using them to hide their identity. Joining us now, the owner of the boutique clothing store Kitson, Fraser Roche. So tell us about why you decided to take this measure. Well, good morning from uh, Gotham City, I have to say. Los Angeles is not really the word to use today. Um, well, we've had the crime has been escalating daily in L.A., um, just in our little area. I mean, we've had um, the Ivy down the street. Uh, someone was robbed of their, you know, uh, Birkin bag on the patio. Um, Chanel was uh, had a truck go through the window. We've had people come in with weapons, um, scissors, put it to the employee's um, more or less face and say, hand over the cash and the iPad. I've been strangled. And I've been pepper sprayed in the store, and enough is enough. And when they come in the store with a mask on, you know, they've got a bucket hat, a hoodie, and a mask, and you can't see their eyes. So in a lineup, we'd never be able to identify them. The cameras in the store can't identify them. The security guard in front of the store can't identify them. And there is enough, en enough is enough. And, yeah. you know, we're not going to listen to Barbara Ferrer, the health director. I'd still recommend masks. And I emailed her yesterday, and guess what? She's on vacation to the 29th of oh, August. And then we've got our mayor, Eric Garcetti, doesn't even comment on the crime anymore. Yeah, well, your experience obviously proves that it is like Gotham City, as you mentioned, but the numbers also back it up. Robberies in Los Angeles, the city, are up by 19.6% since 2021. This year alone, and the year's not over yet, we're at 5,800-plus robberies. Wow. And, you know, not only that, uh, murders are up. Uh, we looked at the murders in, what was that city, Philadelphia? Um, was it Philadelphia the, the other day? You said the, the dangerous city that I flew into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, drive out of there as fast as you can. You know, uh, th these are the things that have happened across the world. And you know what? They've scared us about all the wrong things, right? They scare you about the virus, which you don't need to be afraid of. And they tell you to wear that mask and they tell you to get that vaccine instead of scaring us about the fact that putting that mask on is going to cause respiratory problems. It's going to make people more emboldened to do horrible things like rob your store. And they don't want to scare you about the vaccine. They want to scare you about the virus for which you do not need that shot. And um, it, it's all upside down right now. But I think things are beginning to show. And we're going to be doing uh, another show later today. So I'm going to get directly to our guests where we'll be talking about some things that I'm more concerned about happening in Canada, uh, such as an armory being set up in Manitoba by our government, and also this trend into, um, you know, people who are minor attracted and basically, you know, turning the whole world, um, trying to make pedophilia acceptable. So y'all have lost your ever-loving minds. We're not going to do it. It it's all goes hand in hand together. It's all backed by these people who want total chaos, pandemonium, and they want us to be upset. They want society to be all upheaved because in actual fact, they believe that 7 billion people is too many people. We heard Harari the other day right on this show. Uh, basically, you know, we've got to get our numbers down. Uh, you know, they'd be happy if it was about 1 billion people on the planet. Well, how are they going about um, in a quiet and peaceful way, as Dennis Meadows might say, in, in sort of a, a special way? How are they going about doing this depopulation? Well, we're beginning to see a lot of dead doctors. A lot of people not talking about the sudden dead doctor syndrome that is hitting Canada. 
Uh, it's way more than the 17 we thought. It's way more than that. We talked about it yesterday. If you didn't see yesterday's show, you need to see it. It was one of the most profound shows I've done and very poignant and, and quite frankly, a little bit startling. But today I woke up and, uh, well, before I laid my head to, to, the, to rest last night, I said, God, help me to deal with all of these things that I don't know what I can do to change everything. But I do know that speaking the truth sets the captive free. I do know that when we tell the truth, uh, we are able to expose the darkness. And when light shines into a very dark place, it illuminates everything. And so that's why we speak the truth. And that is why my guest now, uh, mortician John O'Looney, is uh, with us today. And he has had, of course, one of the the strongest voices in outing what happens and what we are seeing post-death. What happens then? So, Mr. O'Looney, thank you very much for joining us again. And I appreciate we just had you not long ago, but there's so much happening and you have some things to show us today. And the, the crisis is here and we have to fight hard. Thanks for being here. You're more than welcome. Thanks for having me on. And um, I can tell you this is a spiritual war. It's the US and, and Europe that are primarily under attack. And the feeling, the growing feeling is it's because we're 25% of the world's population, but that we use 60, 65% of the resources. Um, the people um, that run this world, the demons, don't want that. And that's why they're pushing as hard as, that, as they're pushing. I couldn't agree more. And uh, thank you for saying it because it's so important. And in fact, uh, some of our guests are are, um, are are really pointing that out, that how can you not believe in evil when you see what is actually transpiring here? And it's bringing a lot of people to their knees. And, and that's really actually a good thing. Yeah, I think um, ultimately it's going to have to get a lot darker before we see the light, before the masses realise what's actually going on. You know, if you cast your mind um, back um, not that long ago, 100 weeks, we were told it was 15 days to save the MHS, weren't they? And then it was one jab and then it was only 50s and the 60 year olds and, and the elderly. Then it was the 40s, then the 30s, then the 20s. And now they're targeting kids and babies. You know, um, I can tell you I've seen more people um uh, come into my care uh, under 40 years old in the last 12 months than i've seen in the previous 10 years working for one of the big funeral providers um uh, uh, this it really is happening and i uh, only last week uh, another two 40 year olds came in unexpected deaths and, and we're seeing more and more um uh, undetermined causes on death certificates you know um People need to wake up and they need to say no and they need to refuse to be blackmailed and coerced and pushed uh, and, um, you know, emotionally blackmailed and bribed. And um, this is, is very, very wrong. Uh, and it was never about COVID. It was always about you accepting these poisons in your body, these mRNA jabs. Um, and now we are seeing the end result of that as record numbers of people die and, and fall over with myocardia. So are you seeing that in the UK as well? We've got this thing going on here in Canada. We literally believe there's hundreds uh, of doctors that have died. Uh, some of them they've hidden and then it keeps coming to light. And now they've stopped reporting on it uh, for July. We can't find the updated doctor's desk. We have people, you know, sudden. And, and now in Alberta, Alberta, British Columbia, the highest known uh, the highest amount of deaths is unknown cause. They've never had that. Uh, it used to be dementia. It's now unknown cause. Yeah, I think um, what we're going to see, um, they'll get to a tipping point where they don't think that they can get away with it anymore. And then they'll put away the camera and get the stick out. So I would urge people to um, 
you know, uh, certainly across the US to remember the, the Second Amendment, that is going to lead, I, I believe that will end up saving your lives. Um, this is a cult. That's what it is. It's, it's medical tyranny. Uh, and, and I live now to see the likes uh, of um, Gates, Soros uh, and, and the puppets aside, those that are responsible in Nuremberg. I live only to see that now. These scumbags. We do hope for that day. We do hope for that day. And uh, you know what? You know what my greatest concern is? I know that you're from the UK, but I believe they're going to ultimately blame Trump and that he needs to come out now and denounce <laughs> that he was not the person. He, he was not in the lab. He was not Fauci. He trusted Fauci, but he trusted him in error, just as Biden is trusting him in error. And he needs to come out, I would say, and denounce these vaccines so that the, the Democrats then have to deal with what he's saying because everybody knows what's going on. The various reports are there. We're, we're seeing these things. Um, and, you know, that is my concern for, for America and for Trump's upcoming. Uh, I believe he'll announce that he's running again. Yeah, I kind of um, uh, I suppose here we, we keep hearing about the plan and the promise and trust the plan and, and nothing seems to happen. Is it orchestrated there? I really don't know. I, I spoke to uh, Mr. Robert Kennedy. Um, today, because I was given a, a video of, of um, Gates um, talking about talking to Donald Trump and Donald Trump um, telling him that he was going to instruct RFK to have a look into these vaccines. And Gates um, openly admitted that was a really bad idea. And this was a few years ago. And I confirmed that was actually the case where, uh, with with Mr. Kennedy. He replied that it was a that that video is authentic and that he was instructed. So I kind of live in hope. And, and one thing I've noticed over the last two years is that um, we are um, a planet that is being plundered by a pure evil pure evil they have no respect for children no respect for religion they don't care black white yellow they will kill whoever they feel they want to get rid of so it's clear to me that these people are luciferian in intent and, and probably worship lucifer so therefore wherever there are people this dark and this wicked and this evil there must be the polar opposite there must be good there must be a force for good um and you know i kind of live in the hope that, that humanity can come together to stop these people because they will destroy us. And I can tell you the plan I've been told is a total of 27 um, vaccines. Um, and towards the end of this plan, the last, I don't know, dozen or whatever, they'll actually be changing the name to an upgrade. Um, yeah, believe it or not, it sounds really um, uh, completely off the wall, but that's that's what the plan is, is 27 vaccines in total um, and many people so they'll keep introducing them yes yes yeah, so, this is what you need for no. this next problem we're dealing yeah with. there are there are different methods of uh there are different texts going into people but there's also in their mind a need for a cull that can't be done in any one jab because the uptake would stop so they're having to stagger it and they have to roll it out and they're having to include many ingredients that will um, replicate what a normal death but you're just going to see an ever great in uh, an ever growing number uh, of, of normal deaths, and we're seeing that, aren't we? You know, turbo cancer is the new um, the hot topic at the moment. So let me explain. As a funeral director, we used to uh, I, I liaise with people from the point that they first call me 
and usually cry down the phone telling me they've lost their mum, you know. So so I would kind of say, look, don't worry, I'm going to take care of your mum like I would mine. Uh, and I make arrangements to see them and you bond with that family. You get to know that family and the family tell you the story because you end up having an exchange like, so what happened to mum? And they would say, you know, uh, mum had cancer. Um, she had it for a number of years, four or five year story, you know. I'm getting people coming in now that are telling me their, their loved ones have died of cancer and um, they, they've had it for six weeks, eight weeks tops from the point of diagnosis to death. You know, now that is uh, it's obviously a mixture. Some of it is medical neglect um, where these people are constantly being put off. Oh, because of COVID, we're cutting back, we're cutting back. We haven't got the resources. They have got the resources. I spoke to nurses that are fighting over who empties the bin. So I know that's total rubbish. And the, the golden rule is whatever they report on the mainstream media, look at what the polar opposite is. That's the reality. Um, so so um, these cancer patients um, were fine before they were jabbed. And, and there's clearly some cancer causing properties in this jabs that, that are making it look like it's natural death. To give you an idea, I had a guy ring me up the other day. He had a son that was a marathon runner, 13. Um, it, it was his... Uh, it was his grandson. So it was one of his, he split his family down the middle. And this particular father had decided to have the son, the 13 year old son vaccinated within a month. He has um, an extremely rare bone cancer, you know, at 13 there. And do you know how many kids I've had in, in my care as a funeral director that have died from COVID? None, not a single one. I don't know any of my colleagues that have had a single child in that's died from COVID. They're going to see them now because they're dying from myocardia and they're dying from vaccine injury. My Lord. I mean, it, it does just get darker and darker and more evil. And it does. Where, where but do people I, I, see it on the front line? Well, I, I think it's got to get darker and it's got to get evil for everyone to see it and collectively to say, do you know what? We're not doing that anymore. And to turn your back on them. We do not comply. When, whenever there's... Um, a, a vote here in the UK, I would urge everyone to write across their ballot paper, I do not consent, and put that ballot paper in. Withdraw your consent because the strength we have is in numbers. And if they don't have our consent, they uh, the police here, they police by consent. Re withdraw your consent. And these people, they can't. Um, I mean, now we have TikTok and it's got constant um, videos of police officers doing, doing um, dances a gay woke dances for pride and stuff like that and escorting pedophiles to public libraries to groom children with public money it's unbelievable and anyone that objects or or you know wants to break that mean up they are seen as the criminal this is where policing is it's perverse these people have actually become the criminals you know, uh, and um, that's that's kind of where we are it's almost like a bad dream where you go to sleep and you wake up and and the whole Everything that was good has become inverted. You know, the police, the doctors, the nurses, they all know what's going on. I speak to loads and loads and loads of them. But what I uh, what I struggle with the most is to understand that how people that are supposedly uh, critical thinkers and intelligent, what do they think the end game holds for them? When they fulfilled their purpose, is there going to be some dark entity that's going to come down and say, well done, you helped us do that genocide there's now a seat on the ark for you it isn't going to happen it isn't going to happen in the world that they want for us it doesn't matter what you're going to be paid because that it's all going to go pop and as i said you know 
Deutsche Bank. I looked at the figures for Deutsche Bank um, because I have a large amount of economists, for example, speak to me. Deutsche Bank has assets of $69 billion. Their deficits are $129 trillion. What don't people understand? The banking system is finished. They've plundered it and they've ruined it. Uh, they, and, and this is a lot of the reason you're seeing this mass cull. Um, because they haven't got any pension money to pay these people that retire. It's, they've done it all. They've done it all. You know, um, and a, a good um, alarm bell should have started ringing here, really, when they moved the pension age for women. Um, you know, they increased it a couple of years because they didn't have it to pay people because they've done it all. That, make, that makes sense that it's it's really about money. And, and if they don't have enough, you know, some if they of, don't have it, enough. Yeah. Some of it certainly is about money. And There's it's a free. lot of people... Yeah, a lot of people have um, fingers in pies. I sense a real desire for a power shift. Um, I think there's a lot more to what's going on in Ukraine than we're being told. Um, is Putin part of the theatre? I really don't know. I really don't know. There are rumours that he is a 33 degree, uh, 33rd degree Mason. I don't know how true that is. Um, I, I, I um, can only I can only imagine, but. What well, we know it was corrupt because the Bidens, yeah. well, we know, you know, Hunter Biden's yeah, laptop and, and all of yeah. that, all the evidence yeah. is there of the true corruption in, in the Ukraine. And people from the Ukraine tell you that. Yes, of course. And I think I, I spend, I, I've had people from Russia and the Ukraine reach out to me and tell me the truth. Um, I know what's going on out there. Um, but one of the side effects of the war out there is as a refusal to ship any grain, fuel and oil and gas into Europe. And this grain, the wheat, is the thing that feeds Europe. It has done for centuries. Uh, um, and this is why uh, we cast our mind back to World War II. Operation Barbarossa was when Hitler went into Russia. He went there for the land. He went there for the grain and the resources, the oil. That's what he wanted. So now under the guise of this, this, this war, this orchestrated war, there is no wheat and oil and gas coming out of Europe, uh, out of Russia to feed Europe. So I, I last year they tried to um, introduce the digital passport uh, and people, um, despite the uptake in the vaccine, which wasn't anything. Um, there are 20 million people in this country that have never had a vaccine and they never will. I can tell you they're going to need bigger prisons for all of us. Uh, and um, uh, 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 they're just there. They're not going to buy into the digital passport either. So what they're going to do is engineer a famine and then introduce a digital ration card. I feel that's what's, what's going to happen. That's the next move for them. And it's very interesting to see that all of these people that they took on to do the the um, the, the digital passports, they've kept them all and they're still recruiting. So they've kept all these people on, ready to announce it. You know, I don't care. I would never engage. I don't want the mark of the beast. I don't want to. I don't want to engage with this government. They don't represent me. I do not consent to what they're doing. And we're finding out that even uh, our, our Canadian government, arrive can. I mean, we're the only ones demanding that everybody tell their their vaccine status. You know, when they arrive into the country, and we're also finding out that a fourteen million dollar contract was given to like a, a small storefront of like a, a an organization of three people for something like this. Uh, we're going to be confirming it all, but basically, they they paid millions of dollars to ensure that all Canadians have to be <coughs> tracked and traced. And it's it's to some kind of, you know, weird business that has very, you know, three people. I mean, what the heck is going on? You know, we're yeah, not fools it's, it's, and we're not going to keep taking this. 
It's just um, uh, uh, corruption, greed, and, and an evil desire. I mean, these are people that have money. They've got enough money. They now want power and control, and that's something you can't buy. So they're going to install it. Now, uh, now, I've had a lot of people reach out to me. One of the most interesting was um, a contact I had from two separate people. Now, one of them was an oil rig worker, and he was um, complaining. They tried to mandate. He knew something was wrong, so he lost his job. They sacked him because he wouldn't have these poisons in his body. Another one reached out to me uh, a couple of months later who worked in uh, recruitment, and she worked in recruitment exclusively in the oil rig industry. So there are recruitment agencies that employ purely for that industry because it's a specialized skill it's not any engineer it's an oil rig engineer it's a, you know um and and she said that she'd reached out to me because she was very concerned about something so they got rid of all the guys on these on these oil rigs who wouldn't take the vaccines right and then the uh, uh the people that run these recruitment agencies got a list and that they were asked to compile a list of everyone that was in the employee who was vaccinated and to source replacements for these people because it was felt that these people had three years left. So she was given a list of all the positions that she needed to fill and it was all the vaccinated people they are looking to replace. And I said this to this guy, I said, look, Hold tight. They're going to they end up begging you to go back and you'll be able to go back on your own terms because these people will die. That's exactly what's happening. And the guy spoke to me, he said, they've offered me my job back a year later. You know, so, so I know that's what's happening. And this girl, it frightened her to death because she then understood why they were asking for this, you know, to replace this lift, list of vaccinated people. And she works in recruitment. These positions are specialized, you know, so it, it takes some time to source these personnel to man these rigs. Uh, and they've given them the list of vaccinated people with a view to replace, having to replace them all. Um, and, that, and that, you know, it was a very telling three-way conversation that I had. Um, so, so, you know, I kind of wish that I was wrong. Nobody wants to be wrong more than me. I'd love my own life back of mediocre, mediocrity, unknown funeral director, just looking after people. The reality is that's never going to happen. And I suspect um, it will really hit the fan the, the moment the Internet goes out. Once the Internet goes out, that's a good sign that, that um, something um, ominous is about to happen, you know, and I suspect there'll be a couple of practice runs to normalize it, you know, a three hour outage, a three day outage, and then, you know, perhaps a three weeker when they're prepared to move on individuals and start rounding people up. It will happen. It will happen. But I feel very proud to have been part of, of the resistance against it. You know, it is very much a David and Goliath scenario. And I fully understand the, the uh, consequences of being honest. That's the reality. That's the world that we live in. But um, I don't care. I would never beg for my life. Um, and, and, you know, I want to go down in history as the man who said no. Uh, and I'll meet my maker with a clean conscience. That's such an amazing thing. And I, I just appreciate that, I think, because you are committed to the truth. And it means a lot to us. And that's why we trust you. Well, um, you know, if, um, if... You, your family is just as important as mine. As much as I've got a boy and I love him dearly and a wife that I love dearly. Your family is just as important as mine. You know, I would throw my bus myself under the bus for any of your kids. 
any I wouldn't even blink I would just do it you know um sadly I think the mistake I made was thinking that everyone is wired the same way they're not they're not and, and got that is uh, that is a bit of a surprise isn't it John because we think that because we don't think in such evil terms that nobody yeah. would so we we get yeah. taken off guard yeah. and I think that those that still haven't awakened in a way they're kind of uh, naive you know in a way they're mm. kind of like ignorant to the fact that there's evil but they're also ignorant beyond belief because of the facts and the data that's coming out mm -hmm. they should know and it is hard for us who are willing to fight very hard right now uh, to, to not be discouraged because a lot yeah, of people I don't see um, well, well, I draw comfort from the people that are actually complicit will end up suffering the same fate as us. That's the reality, you know. And I like, I, I kind of live in the hope that these people will end up in the prisons they've built for us. That's the reality, you know. Um, everything points to that what's is... happening. I, I, I sat four foot from Sir Graham Brady. I looked into his eyes. Right. He knew. He knew. Well, when you think of mainstream media and their complicity, uh, the, those that are probably being paid off to be silenced, I mean, do they think they're not coming for them? Uh, mm. uh, mainstream media is starting to be upset because the arrive can affects them because <laughs> they're flying around and it affects mm. them. And it's like, don't you get it? Everything's going to mm. affect you. When we don't have food, it's going to affect you. When we don't have internet and they're yeah. beginning to round up the non-compliers, that'll be you eventually because how yeah, many boosters until you're unwilling to keep being part of this mm. sick program? Of course. Uh, at the end of the day, once you fulfilled your purpose – you're no longer required. That's it. And and more chilling you, you're actually a witness. So they will dispatch you. Your your days are numbered, guys. You know all of these fools in mainstream media. Um. Uh, and and I I kind of what puzzles me the most. I always consider doctors, um, to be amongst uh, the cleverest people, and clearly they're not because they can't think crit critically. You know uh, what do they think the future holds for them? When the last of us has been led off to a concentration camp or the last of us has died, what do they think the future holds for them? Will these people come over and thank them for helping them in the genocide uh, and, and pat them on the back and give them a seat at the table? They won't. They'll have fulfilled their purpose. How can they not see that? I can't believe they can't. Can they not see what they're doing to innocent kids? What makes them think that they, they hide them? You know, they, they regard them so much more than these innocent children. I just it beggars belief they could be so narrow minded and stupid. And as they're led away, they're going to wish they spoke out. They're going to wish they spoke out because their £200,000 a year will mean nothing, nothing. So people are beginning to speak out about what is happening, all, all of the deaths that are happening. And in your, um, you know, area of expertise, what you're seeing is pretty shocking these days. Yeah, I've, I've, um, I'm seeing a growing number of, of young people who die suddenly. I'm seeing less and less effort to, to made to hide why they've died. It's just unascertained now. Usually they um, have the same thing on their paperwork, awaiting histology and toxicology. You know, they're desperate that they've got a drug habit they can blame. You know, it, it's, it's, um, it's really sad. These are people that don't normally die. Uh, and I've been shouting about this for two years and, when I first started shouting, I, I, it was very lonely, you know. I, there weren't many people that were prepared to listen. And now I'm inundated daily with people who are amazed that I saw it first. I'm on the cold face. I saw what was happening, you know. Um, other funeral directors, um, I can understand how they're reluctant because if they find it might damage their business. Trust me, you're not going to struggle for work in the next few years because they've killed these people. 
they're going to need to get rid of these these deceased, these people that are going to die. I suspect, in fact, at some point, um, perhaps even when they turn the 5G on and the graphene in these people reacts to whatever they're going to pump out on this 5G and a lot of people die very quickly, it'll be too much for funeral directors. I think they'll, um, they'll have to do it on an industrial scale. Probably the military will come in if there's any military left. Perhaps it'll be UN soldiers or Chinese soldiers mopping up the pieces because it seems to me that great efforts have been made to make the American military uh, um, an ineffective fighting force with the dumping of hardware in Afghanistan, intact hardware, and the, the deliberate grounding of planes due to some sudden fault they found with the ejection system. You know, what can't people see? And this is why they've mandated it for the military. The end result is it's going to make the American military an ineffective fighting force. And certainly, I think with some people, that's going to suit them very nicely, isn't it? As Trudeau feels Canada with Chinese troops, for example. 100 percent. And I appreciate that you know so much about what is going on. I've there. Had a, uh, I've, they I've they had, are literally. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of people reach out to me. I know what's going on. And I challenge them to have an open debate with me, an open live debate. Let's have it. Let's have it. They would never will because they know what they're doing. And when it gets to the point where it's undeniable, they're going to come in with a stick. They're going to turn the Internet off and, and all these refugees um, are going to put UN uniforms on and they're going to start taking real liberties with us, you know. And um, that's why I'm so and devastated. And we don't have the First Amendment. No, no. Uh, um, Trudeau, I'm amazed that man is still breathing. I'm amazed that someone so tyrannical and so wicked um, is still at large. You know, it's it beggars well, people belief. are sure angry. They they're throwing stuff at him. Uh, he never shows up in an event. You know, no, except he's in oh, a they huge bus and completely yeah, guarded yeah, because people can't stand him anymore. Yeah, they'll sit in their bunkers um, and just watch remotely as the chaos unfolds. The doctors, as I said. You know, what difference does the future without a license make? I can tell you, it may be a case of us forming parallel societies um, alongside this sick, twisted society where we live um, to our own laws based on common law and a moral compass and with our own homeopathic based um, healthcare system and our own schools with teachers that are not perverted uh, and twisted and spend the day talking about Black Lives Matter and pronouns and transgender and, you know, things that we don't want our children knowing. You know, there is no colour. There's good and there's bad people. It's that simple. You know, um, so these people that constantly promote division and twisted ideology, we need to really um, tell them we don't consent and turn our backs on them. Turn our backs on them. They sicken me. They're not um, part. They don't represent me. None of these people do. I'm so glad that you're saying that because it seems to be all inclusive. Like all of this mayhem comes it's together with all of these sick yeah. people. Yeah, an yeah, agenda. agenda. The, the yeah. SDGs or the UN 2030, uh, which I, I've heard that they they want to increase it. It needs to happen faster because oh, maybe we're waking up, up because, because we're people like up. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people that, like you keep um, talking. Well, that that's the reason that I I step out and put my ass on the line is because once you realize what these people are doing and once you come to terms with the fact that this is a coal and i can tell you this is a coal as much as you don't want it to happen that's what it is there's only right. one way out and that is to talk about and awaken the masses and for the masses to stop these people physically if need be um, from doing it because if you don't i can tell you they're going to kill us off 
they're going to kill us off. And our replacements are landing on Kent beaches here, a thousand a day um, uh, through regular channels. Uh, they're escorting them over. Young men of fighting age who've lost everything, but have a fully charged smartphone. And then they're depositing thousands in each big city. They're getting military trained. They're not being vaccinated. You know, what does that... I spoke to senior military officials that tell me, you know, so, so these are UN troops. That's really scary. And they're all on the Build Back Better uh, design and the agenda. Yeah, and they're yeah, all they're all going to work in unison. And yeah. while we just are sitting ducks it feels yeah, like so so what are we going to do, do about it? what are we going to do about it? you've got a non-comply don't comply don't comply grow your own food um draw cash out of the machine and only use cash put your credit card back in your pocket and use cash yes it will take a little bit longer um honestly um uh, uh, otherwise you're just throwing your lives away you're playing into their hands uh, and uh, when you look at your own shopping habits online shopping habits go to the shops you know, walk down to the shops. Don't tell me you don't need a walk. Of course you do. Go to the shops. Use your local greengrocer. You know, support local business. Um, don't use big big players like Amazon and places like that, you know, because it, it just feeds this beast and makes it worse. If there's a, a demonstration, do you know what? Go out and join it. Turn up. You haven't got a shout on Ola. Just be part of it because it's your kid's future. Your kids are just as important as my, my kids, you know. This is why I take the time most nights to speak to someone, you know, um, and, and I feel the love. I see the comments coming up. It's lovely. You know, it, it's it's humbling, but I'm doing it for all of us and I can't stop. I've got to keep going because if I do um, sit back and just take the money, these people are going to kill us. They're going to kill us all. And money doesn't save any of that. And so what you've seen uh, and there and you're right. Uh, there is so much love in the feed. Uh, all of these comments. We well, have huge, I would say huge um, audience watching us you know, right now. Do you know, People that don't take cash, don't use them. Don't use them. And those big institutions will soon can't become small institutions without your business. Let's start using people who take cash and uniquely targeting those people in the same way you would um, uh, any other business that was running tyrannically. Don't use them. Don't use them. Um, cash and businesses that take cash. You know, um, that that's certainly... Um, that is a really good thing that you can do to help falter this agenda. There's a reason that they want to fast forward and bring these things forward. And that's because the masses are waking up to these scumbags and what they're doing. And they're not going to get away with it. They're not going to get away with it. Um, Amen. We believe for that. For, for some reprieve from, from this evil, we believe for that. And it's people well, like you uh, that are helping this to happen. It really is. People like you because... When we say that you're going to be on the show, a lot of people know about you. They get their friends to watch. They they send Good. these shows. Share, 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 everybody. Tell people what's happening. What do Good. people need to know that, that these shots are doing to the inside of a person? I mean, do you believe these are bioweapons, as they're calling them? 100%. They're a mixture of bioweapons, nanotech. Um, it, it's been surmised that it might even be um, decided on insurance numbers, national insurance number. So obviously, if you're considered um, a person who pays a large amount of tax, a really big contributor to finance, um, I'd suggest you be having a different batch. Uh, and this has been talked about a lot, hasn't it? I know the elite and the rich were said to have all targeted batch with a number one starting in the serial number. The reality is we're not going to really know. But I can tell you there are all manner of different jabs uh, and um, when you look to things like the georgia guidestones 
it's a good i it's a good point as to what i think that they've um they've got in mind they have to tell us that's the thing look at the vares data look at the ons data here in the uk the death rates up about 19 percent eight and a half 19 percent to july that's over a five-year average you know what do people yeah never use the self-checkouts ever i would sit and queue for half an hour to use a girl at a till i wouldn't care because i they're doing this out of work you know you're uh, people's they play on the fundamental principle a principle of laziness and we're all lazy we all want something to make our lives easier don't we and and um i can tell you they won't say that when they're scanning their hand you know uh, <laughs> i've i've never thought of that don't use the self-checkout i don't like them actually because it's you know i you know it, I, it's I don't a know. gradual thing it's, it's conditioning <laughs> you to accept but you're right no, no you're right i get it look at, you only have to look at your own shopping habits it's online. Most of it's online now. It's all done either with a card or your phone or an Apple watch or, or, you know, I watch people doing it, you know, they need to, you need to force the change. If you want, um, force the change, force the change, make it harder and harder and harder until they have to be so desperate and so blatant. You can see them taking the liberties in front of us all. And then we can rise up and we can remove them and we can install people in, um, people like Robert Kennedy, you know, a, a man with a moral compass. Do you know, um, that man is so clever and so decent and so honest. I can't imagine a better person to run America, to be honest with you. He's a fantastic human being and, and soul. And, um, and and the most humble people are the ones, you know, uh, my opinion is if you crave power, you're not fit to rule. And, and RFK Jr. is such a man. He doesn't crave it. He's the man that you need to lead you out of this darkness, I believe. You know, he's such a decent guy and a decent soul. Um, and I think perhaps it's time to fundamentally look at changing things where perhaps we don't vote for politicians. Perhaps we vote for policy because policy isn't corruptible. Once you've all decided there's six policies, which one suits us the best? And one is democratically voted for. It can't be compromised. It can't be bought off. It can't be corrupted. Politicians can, policy can't. And I think we need to fundamentally change things from the bottom up, the education system, the healthcare system, and the political system and the media. Those are the things that we need to um, walk away from. Yes. Yes. And, I, and you know, you brought up the, the batches and that some people, you know, this, these cultists, uh, they probably got like a nothing burger or not, you know, saline solution or not even a shot, just a fake. I can either. definitely tell you. I mean, the, the video evidence is clear. So most of them, the, the more seen you are, you don't even have a needle go in. It's been well documented. Trudeau's was hysterical. The first yeah, time that he got, yeah. the lady just went towards him like this. She never yeah. grabbed, you know, the shoulder. Of course. It was, it of was course. such a, 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 a farce you know i'd like, like to uh, I, I, i'd like to publicly give all of my shots to trudeau he can have all of my protection all 27 and i'll be happy to and put mine. Him in. i put them in personally i'd make sure he got them well here's the interesting thing john is that we've had so many doctors die in ontario as if a very bad shot was given there what's well, surprising course. about that is that that is a very liberal oriented area they mm. took the shot they they complied and now they're dead. I mean, yeah, as you say, they're not just yeah. yes, they're coming yeah, after yeah. all of well, these um, useful idiots. The breakdown of society is primarily if you ruin the healthcare system, there you're you're well on the way to breaking down society. And when we look back historically at all the other civilizations that have come and gone, and we've not been told the truth, 
history is written by the winners. We're not the first civilized, advanced civilizations here. I can tell you that. Um, there is, there's an ever-growing um, plethora of real evidence, you know. And I wonder if perhaps this is something that happens on a regular basis, maybe, you know, where these these you end up with corrupt evil in control, and it all just implodes and falls to bits. And then there's a chosen few that, you know, are seen to lead us back into the light. Um, I wouldn't ever take these things. I would never would. Uh, I've never had a child, any children in my care who have died from COVID. There's no need, you know. Um, this They're not doing autopsies yeah. here. They're not doing autopsies. They're not really digging down into what's truly happened. And, yeah, and that's know. concerning. Because they know. Because they know. That's why. Because they know. So when you are doing these autopsies, uh, you've got a, a vial there you wanted to show mm. of. Uh, yeah. So I don't. On. Um, so in, in England, it's a very different setup. So we have coroners here that are all under the chief coroner of England. They're all run by government. Um, people have a post-mortem. They then come to me. When the post-mortem's done, they take all of their organs out. They weigh them. They take blocks and slides, and then they put them back in the body in a bag. Um, uh, and during the embalming process, obviously, they've been cut and pulled about, and their arterial and, and venous systems are all broken and, and torn. So we open the cavity up. We take the bag out with the organs in, and then we manually target the arteries and the veins with, with – um, you know, uh, the embalming pump, and we push formaldehyde down the individual arteries to embalm them because they've all been cut. Um, now, when we did this for a young man a few weeks ago who was 30, he um, he died suddenly, undetermined, waiting for histology, you know, because they can't find the cause of death, so they clutch at straws. Um, and then we found this inside his arteries. Now, you'll note that it's, it's blackened up a little bit, and I would suggest that's probably because it's been set in formalin, formaldehyde, and it's blackened up. But this was inside his arteries. And each little bit you see there was in a different artery. I think that um, the thickest My one Lord. there, yeah, he was 30 years old. So I reached out to the coroner and kind of said to them, you know, I'm really alarmed. You know, what is this? I've never seen this before in 15 years. I've got a British Institute of Embalmers registered embalmer who works here full time. He's never seen that before in 20 years. Um, and then I listened to Richard Hirschman, the Alabama-based embalmer. Uh, do a Google search. You'll find him. His videos are all over there. You've been talking to a few people, Dr. Jane Ruby and others. Uh, and, um, you know, he's finding identical samples that are blocking up these people. So all these athletes and footballers and people that you're seeing, their arteries are full of that. And the way it works is this. Now, if I was to... Um, open up 10 people some of them would have arteries about as thick as a biro pen others would have arteries about like my little finger you know real big arteries and everything in between if you took 10 children all of the exact same age they would all grow at different rates so i would suggest what is happening is this this white stuff grows in different people at different rates and if you um if the planets align and you grow it particularly quickly and you have narrow arteries, you're going to fall over and you're going to die because you're going to block up quicker. And that's what we're seeing with all these footballers and athletes in record numbers that are dying suddenly. And they're running out of excuses now, aren't they? So it's far easier to say, oh, no, you know, we won't do autopsies. It's too dangerous. Or, or to invent things like um, SADS, you know, sudden adult death syndrome. It's going on the death certificates of 30-year-olds, 20-year-olds. What is that? Nobody can seem to tell me. 
nobody will engage with me or tell me. You know, I, 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 if you ask a doctor, what is SADS? They don't know. That's just what they're being directed to put. Um, it's government policy. You know, it's time that we got rid of these people. It's time that we remove them from government. We don't consent. We, we're not prepared to live like this. You know, the, the life they have envisaged for us is not one we want. So, no, they govern by consent, our consent. One hundred percent. We withdraw that consent. So do you think that it, it might grow slower in some? Because it would, would it be yeah, something 100%. to do with blood types? Would, I really, would I really, be I, I'd, be, I'd be guessing. I mean, I watched a couple of, for example, is they talked about it being clots. It's not clots. It's anything but a clot. But it has the same um, kind of symptomatic effect where it grows and it blocks the artery, you know, in the same way that a clot does. Nobody's ever had this white stuff in them before. So they're having to call it something. Um, and they refer to it as, I've heard it called fibrin, um, for example, and a number of things. But the iron content was interesting. So in blood, regular blood, there's a lot of iron. But in this white stuff, there's virtually no iron, a very small amount. Um, and, and if you look, you know, for Dr. Perhaps if you speak to Richard Hirschman, he'd be more than happy to speak to you, I tell you. He's a really good guy. And he has um, sent lots of samples away that have been analyzed. And, um, you know, well, I've been focusing on, bless him, on, on talking to people and, putting kids in coffins you know it's um the truth is coming out it's undeniable i just wonder at what point these people are going to get so nasty so desperate they'll get nasty and i think the mindset of people that run the planet um is is such that even if we overran them as i saw suggested trust me they would press all the buttons and they would scorch this earth they would because that is their mindset if we can't have it nobody can kind of thing you know these people are insane and we've only got ourselves to blame because we've come home from work and we log on to facebook and we log on to netflix and tiktok and we've took our eye off the ball we've let these corrupt evil wicked souls run this planet you know uh, and they've slowly took over haven't they you know uh, and um i i remember hearing um Patton quoted as, as saying we fought the wrong enemy at the end of the war and he was right he was right and i think you know perhaps this is what he meant and and look at what's come to pass you know so absolutely terrifying and yet so comforting to know that you're there and that you're telling us what's happening and you're i'm gonna, I'm gonna keep so, um, so i'm gonna wonderful. keep going i'm gonna keep going until that. they either arrest me or shoot my plane out of the sky or you know uh, when i go on holiday if my claim if my plane comes down you'll know you know it, it's it's um so I know what they're doing. They know what uh, I know, you know, and a growing number of people know. We sat with Sir Graham. He admitted it. You know, his face told the story. He said it's above his pay grade. I don't know what, what I can say that I haven't already said, but, you know, yeah. what was predicted in that meeting last September is exactly what's happening. Kids are dying um, in record numbers. People are dropping down dead um, with this crap inside them. Coroners are not flagging that up because they're under instruction not to do so. That's the reality. You know, we're all we pray for your bubble, safety. We, I, we I, are um, not going to accept that anything happens to you. We pray I'm, for your safety, uh, that the God that you fight for is going to, to be your strength and, and guide. To be honest with you, I, I um, stopped caring about my safety a long time ago. If I was only bothered about my safety, I would never have spoken out. You know, um, it's more important than that. This is about everyone. This is about humanity. This is about your children and the kids that are going to be poisoned today by, by injection. Um, by government mandate, you know, and, and the families that are taking their kids to be poisoned who just don't know what they're doing. 
and they're going to have to live with that. You know, it, it's it's heartbreaking. It's, it's the most heinous, evil, biblical time to be alive that I can ever imagine. And my hope is that whether I live to see um, victory or not, I just, you know, I want to feel that uh, my life has been of, of purpose and of value because I, I've kind of woken people up and perhaps saved lives somewhere, you know. You're so amazing. And we love you, John. Thank you very, very much. Please, uh, please come on. You're a friend of this show. Anytime that you need to talk or share something that's going on, we want to um, hear, we want to hear about it and you'll always be welcome here. Thanks for staying up so late in the UK to talk uh, to us. Yeah, we absolutely welcome. love you. Thanks, Laura Lorna. And God, God, bless. God bless you for what you do as well. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you, John. God bless. Bye -bye. Goodbye. I don't have words. For a man like that, <laughs> you know, he he has given himself over like um, like Paul, the apostle basically said, you know, um, to, to be with Christ is to, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And, and he's OK with it. Um, but I, I'm believing some good things are happening. And as we said at the top of the show, when when all the Western University students begin fighting back, hey, man, you should have done that first time round, but you're here. Uh, WestJet finally saying they are citing that they are not going to be using masks anymore because it's harming their employees. <laughs> I think this is good. I, I think finally, like you're a little late to the game, WestJet, but we love you. We love your planes and we are all down with what you're saying. Uh, you know, very sad. I, I do not understand why we've taken two years of compliance to actually wake up. We were so afraid. We got we got frightened to, to death in some cases, frightened into taking those vaccines, frightened into wearing those masks, frightened into compliance. We don't need to do it anymore. And that app, that has got to go. I know the JCCF is taking that ArriveCan app uh, to task. They're also coming against um, Dina Henshaw in Alberta. There's a new case coming out against her. Uh, there are cases that are going to court every single day where people are absolutely willing to stand up and, you know, to stop all of this nonsense and it's good news to see everybody uh doing that my website is laurelin.tv i thank you for being with me today uh we're actually going to be doing another show if you've got another time and this guy is just absolutely amazing um he's coming on in a little bit you'll recognize his face uh when i bring him on uh thank you for your support thank you for your kindness uh so appreciate when you'll let us uh be part of your world and your prayers they mean a lot i I particularly thank you. I do feel under attack at times. I feel under attack in many ways. Some of them I never talk about, but uh, th there are attacks and I appreciate your prayers. And for those of you who would lend your funds to finance what we do here, God bless you. It means more than you could ever, ever know. We appreciate it. We love you. And uh, we thank you for what you're doing. Great and small donations. So wonderful. My website is laurelin.tv and also my email, if you'd like to speak with me, is um, laurelinlive at protonmail.com. Thank you. Thank you for all of that. So heading back, we're going to have September uh, 7th will be our very first kickoff to the tour in Edmonton where we do 20 days on the road. And it's going to be really neat to do that. I'm going to leave you with a, a, quick, um, a quick verse today. And Psalms 43, verse 1 says this, Vindicate me, my God, and plead my cause against an unfaithful nation. 
Rescue me from those who are deceitful and wicked. You are God, my stronghold. Why do I feel rejected? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? <laughs> we do feel that sometimes when it's difficult. But God has not forgotten us. Send me your light and your faithful care. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my joy, my delight. I will praise you, O God, my God. We trust him today, everyone. It's all tumbling out. Everything is being exposed. We believe that we win. We trust God for the victory. And even in the dark nights, a few dark nights we might still yet go through, we will not let go of the anchor of our souls. My hope is in the name of the Lord. God bless everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.